Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of July 1st. I'm one of your hosts, Nice Warm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. What up? Oh, what's up, man? Not a lot. I've, uh. Okay, so after shaming myself publicly last week, <laughs> uh, I got right back into it. So I, I have finished, for the first time, Quantum Break. Hey, um, okay, okay. I, I did I did one of those things where I played through like acts one and two, and then I just didn't come back to it for a while if something else came up. Right. Uh, right. Quantum Break for some reason. Okay, it came out in 2016, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason, it both seems older and also newer. Like, it's really weird. Like I, when I think of it, I'm like, oh, this should have come out on the 360, <laughs> and then. Like, when I think of when I think it came out, I'm like, this probably came out, like, a year and a half ago, right? But it just didn't. <laughs> like, it was meant to be an Xbox One launch title, and obviously it didn't make that window. Not even close. No, no, it was weird. Um, the, like, TV thing got them all fucked up, because remember, Microsoft was gonna do, like, Xbox TV. They were gonna have, like, a, uh, a whole run. They were gonna make, like, multiple shows that uh, kind of have something to do with, like, tie in with games that were coming out or whatever. Right, yeah. And then they just, like, called that off. So then Quantum Break was like, okay, we have to repurpose our entire, like, script and, like, reshoot a bunch of scenes to just force it entirely into this one game rather than on a TV show. And we already paid these fucking actors, like, huge named actors millions of dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the fucking right. villain is Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. The main character is from X-Men... Oh, yeah, he um, was Bobby the, Drake. I was like, God yeah. damn it, I can't remember where he's from, and it's because um, I'm purging that X-Men from my mind in preparation. Smart. Uh, his brother was from, you know, Lord of the Rings and Lost. So, like, uh, you know, the side characters were just, like, whoever. They were pretty much all new actors, or, you know, they played, like, bit characters. But these main char- these main actors are huge. Especially, like, yeah. Aiden, uh, Aiden Gillen, which is the villain. Like, Aiden Gillen, the villain. He was, uh, like in Game of Thrones at the time that they were doing this. He was in huge demand. Yeah. You know what I mean? The one, so it's like the one guy's from John Wick. Uh yeah, they're like the uh the other guy from Monarch or whatever. Uh he well he, I know in John Wick he's the concierge behind the the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he's a big actor and he was from The Wire and shit like oh, okay. uh, it's it's crazy that they got um all these people and yeah, it's, it's like such a high profile. It, it turned out to like I, you know, it just didn't live up to what it was originally going to be, which is really sad. Like, the, you know, Quantum Break in a lot of ways, like, it is a temp. Like, it, it's a it's a proof of concept on their way to make Control, which is the next Remedy game. Yeah. Um, you can read a lot into the fact that Control is not a Microsoft exclusive game. You know? Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, you know, we've had a pretty long-term, you know, other... Uh, after... Um, I guess they did the Max Payne games, right? So, after Max Payne 1 and 2, which were... Those were, what, available on everything? Or were they PlayStation exclusive for PS2? Uh, I, I can't remember, but I know they're really associated with PlayStation. They, yeah, they were. Um, um, so, like, after that, you know, Alan Wake... Um, I guess there was technically a couple Alan Wake games, nah, even though one was kind of smaller. Okay, so... You know, after doing those two, they did um, Max Payne 1 and 2. There was a Max Payne movie that they were sort of tangentially related to, but that was bad with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Um, you know, they went on to be like a Microsoft studio for a while. 
and then after this one with such a debacle trying to get this game to come out and everything uh canceling an entire fucking tv line um you know they decided um you know we're just gonna open up to the full market here so i don't know it's quantum break is good for what it is Sure. But it just didn't get the chance to live up to what it was supposed to be. It really reminds me of like Alpha Protocol, which we'll have a new story about, by the way. Yep. Um, so it's just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I'm going back it's, to just look at like Remedy in general. Mm. And it's such a weird... It's a very weird studio. It's a we- like the. It's almost like these games shouldn't come from each other. Yep. <laughs> like, I can see Max Payne... And the swing that they could go into make Alan Wake. But then right. they just turn and take a just a, a complete left turn into quantum breaking control. It just Yeah. It's just, it's very weird. Huh. Yep. So yeah, I like Remedy a lot. Um the the people that work on it are really talented and they do a lot of cool stuff and Oh definitely. Luckily they're as a studio, they're basically allowed to do what they want to do. Which is really cool, because they're, like, all the way over in Finland. Nobody really, like, fucks around with them. Right. Yeah. I I do want to point out the main character previously, from Quantum Break, previously playing fucking Bobby Drake. Iceman. Playing Iceman. And he is not a bad Iceman. Yeah. I I, I don't think... He has a look that would work for Iceman. But I think he was just, like, an unfortunate, like, side effect of not like putting together not a great like world and story for the character mm-hmm. they didn't bring together a universe for it right. and like that would be so fucking defeating to play mm-hmm. such a like such a big character and it just doesn't go anywhere and it doesn't go anywhere and then you turn and look over and you see someone else doing the thing that you should be doing that mm-hmm. your company or the director should be doing you know like marvel looking over at marvel and seeing, like, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and all these guys kind of coming up playing these characters. Just and just like becoming, like, legendary, like, god-level... Movie stars, and he's just <laughs> yeah. like, fuck me. Just a dude that now shows up in weird video game adaptations and stuff. Oh, yeah, that would be just crushing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. He's what a great up? actor. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the, that's the even worse part for, like, us. Yep. You know? So yeah, the uh, to to build off of that. Um, so yeah, I got Quantum Break out of the way. That was like, I guess three <laughs> or four major like play sessions that I did. So it really doesn't take too long. It's a five act game. You're and, like uh, speaking of things that are better than something else that's kind of like it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the Sinking City um, that came out on the 27th. Uh, so that would have been in our last week if we talked about games releasing, which we just didn't get a chance to do. So it came out on Thursday. Um, last Thursday, I guess. And, uh, it, because of this, I am no longer going to complete the, um, Call of Cthulhu game. Uh, this was actually meant to be the Call of Cthulhu game, if you'll remember. Um, the studio, uh, Frogwares, they were creating a Call of Cthulhu game with, um, who is it that's been putting out all these games? Focus. Focus. Um, so, you know, they were working on, uh, what was just going to straight up be... This was just going to be called Call of Cthulhu. Um, this is a lot closer to... I mean, this is literally like H.P. Lovecraft. Like, names, locations, and stories. Like, directly. I, it's not... Um, 
I, I you know, love fake this. version. I love this video so much. Yeah, this is, they made a really they made some really good videos, which they are not super capable of living up to, unfortunately. Oh no, um, probably not. Yeah, they're they're like a very uh, what they've done in the past. Um, they made a lot of like Sherlock Holmes games that were really appreciated. They they were yeah they were appreciated by like big fans. Right, and they're they've been doing this adventure game thing for a while. Yeah. Um, so and how, there's some how does they're just totally nailing the aesthetic. Um, oh yeah. The uh, the whole Cthulhu thing. I mean, like when you show up in the town, uh, they just dive fully into the weird shit. So like, um, your character has like a nightmare, and you wake up on the boat, and you're going to this like port town in uh, Massachusetts, of course. Yeah. And um, you know, you like. Uh, you show up and you like grab your shit and like leave and um, you're going into like as soon as you step off the boat basically there are um, there's like a giant like octopus carcass like laying in the middle of the pier and then like further down the road there's like a big like rotting like shark uh, like body laying there Um, so like the town is, like, totally fucked. And then, like, the one of the main characters that you deal with is this dude that sort of looks like a gorilla. Like, he has, like, ape features. And he's just, like, a rich dude in this town. And he's like, hey, I need you to go find out what happened to my son. He's missing and blah, blah, blah. I heard these weird rumors about him. It's like, uh, you know, you meet these people that, like, kind of have um, the, like, they have, like, genetic like remnants of fish so they're like kind of bloated and they have gills on their neck they have these big bulging eyes um they have these weird like um kind of odd like teeth their teeth are like really far spaced out and everything uh they have webbed fingers yeah yeah and that's the subtle things from this video that we were talking about which is the death may uh death may die cinematic trailer Mm -hmm. um it's like just the little things that happen during the like it the trailer it's not very often that a trailer takes you on a ride mm-hmm. and what are we looking at here three under three and a half minutes this thing takes you on a full ride it's like a short film almost yeah yeah uh, and but yeah the uh super well done there's tons of little like yeah. things that are happening on the sides and in the background yep a lot of like it, it, the game I think it does a really good job of like inducing like so i mean just looking around at the city as you're walking around in this town which it is really big i mean it's the size of a real city that i think games are usually really bad at doing Uh um as you're walking around there's like you know in the first area every single person that you see you can talk to and they'll have some blurb that they say okay and then later on uh when you open up like the full game after those like tutorial mission uh when you're walking around there's like tons of other people just walking around and they don't say anything to you or like they'll be like excuse me or like hey outsider and like they don't say anything they just walk by they're just living their life and uh which is really cool because you don't expect that out of a game of this like budget or style you know sure um the town's really big like i said um a lot of it is like kind of like flooded out so you're traveling in your boat around to see different stuff um you have like this base of operations which is the devil reef hotel um but yeah, I mean, like, this game is not like, oh, you go to a totally normal Boston and then you slowly uncover that something weird's going on. Like, 
you know that something weird's going it's on. It's weird going from the beginning. Instantly. Like, it is always weird. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, so, like, what, like, what kind of gameplay are we looking at here? Third person, right? Yeah, it's mostly third, well, yeah, it's always third person. Uh-huh. Um, it zooms in uh, when you do, like, aim down the sights of your gun, or when you use your, like, detective mode, basically. Um, it kind of, like, gets really close, and your character's head kind of takes up maybe the bottom fifth of the screen. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, mostly walking around, grabbing clues, observing items, kind of like an L.A. Noir. Um, okay, yeah, you know, so if you were going to compare it to something... L.A. Noir. It would it's be pretty LA close. Noir. Okay. Yeah, just because I haven't played other stuff that's similar. Um, sure. Like, I haven't played, you know, the dete- the uh, Sherlock, Holmes Sherlock Holmes detective Holmes. games that they made, which I'm sure would be a great warm-up. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean, uh, I've been... I'm, I really wanted Call of Cthulhu and then Sinking City, and I was like, I'll wait for Sinking City, and I didn't pick it up. Yeah. I didn't pick it up day one, but um, this could be an after-podcast thing for me. Yeah, it's it's really good. There's definitely like negatives that you can feel when you're playing the game. Um, the combat is pretty shitty. Uh, the so like I have aim assist on like full because I just put it on like super easy mode. I'm just here to like experience yeah, the game. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm not trying to be cool or anything. <laughs> so like my aim assist is all the way up. My combat is all the way on easy, and like. When you go to attack, there's, like, these little, like, creatures that are kind of, like, spiders with hands. They have, like... Yeah, you see them run by. In the they're, like, little arm-limb-looking things, yeah. So, like, those things will attack you. And when you go to attack them, like, it is completely inconsistent to try to shoot them. Because they have, like, this dodge. And for some reason, they'll... The dodge is, like, seems to be randomly timed. Mm-hmm. But they'll only do it when you're about to shoot. So, like, they'll just be, like... They'll take 10 steps towards you, stop, and then dodge to the right while you're just looking at them. And then anytime you pull the trigger, they'll instantly try to dodge it. So, like, bullets are a form of currency in this game, and they're sort of limited. You have to craft bullets. So, like, it is not worth two bullets to to kill one of these things. So I just go hit them with a melee and take a hit, usually. But it's like, I've heard that the combat gets, like, way more... Like, even on easy mode, there's a lot of enemies that will just one-hit kill you. Um, there's places where like 30 or 40 enemies will spawn and each one's only one bullet, but it's like, it is not worth this. And if like, if they all walk up to you and hit you once, then you'll die. Cause you don't really have a lot of health, you know? Yeah. Um, and progression, does your character, is it like stock? No, nothing. Yeah. You're getting upgrade or you're getting level ups that are basically like, so what I'm doing, I think is an intelligent route that I do in most RPGs where all of my upgrades that I get are, like, giving me faster experience accumulation so I can level up faster. Okay. Because uh, yeah. I'm just trying to, like, stack so I can... I'm going to be, like, a little underpowered in the beginning, so hopefully I can ramp up toward the end. Because um, I imagine that it will get hard at the end, right? Yeah. But, um, there, you know, even on easy mode, the game does not do a great job of pointing out things to look at. Um it does not do a great job of like leading you okay like, so it doesn't really where you should be going on right which is good i mean like this is something that you're like paying a lot of attention to it's kind of like early rpgs mm-hmm. where like you would talk to one character in the middle of like a story conversation and they'd be like okay make sure you go to the you know sinking forest and that's how you'll discover such and such in the next story mission and then when you go to look at that 
you know, if you go, if you forget where you're supposed to go and you go back and talk to that character again, they're like, I'll see you later. And you have no way of like re bringing up, thank you for that Taco Bell flash. You're welcome. You have no way to like bring up that mission again, right? Yeah. Like it's not in your journal, it's not in whatever. Like you just have to know what you're doing. And it's like, I don't think that really has a place in modern games anymore. Like, I should not be hampered from being able to have fun with a game by, you know, making sure that I paid attention to this one dialogue 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So if you're super into that, then it's cool. I'm in this diving scene right now and it's got me fucked up because I hate underwater stuff. Uh, the, these the gorilla people, guy. These people are crazy. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, I, I really like what I've seen of the game. Um, I'm still pretty early. I'm on like the third main mission, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like toward the end of it. So I've had a good experience with it so far. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm definitely going to be playing through. I'm going to try to beat it. Uh, this definitely could be a game where it just trails off and you kind of lose interest, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to be sticking around for it and we'll just have to see what happens. For sure, and it does bring on the big question: is like, when is a real big dick AAA studio gonna pick gonna up like this, tackle some shit like yeah, this? Tackle something like this? It would be so fucking well done. And like, I do get a feel, and I mean, sometimes you do see these. Um, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the exact place. I, I can't remember the name, but uh, Fallout. I think Fallout 4 had, like, a, a fish area. It was, like, a mm-hmm. wharf. That really reminds me of this. Yeah. And there's a ton yeah. of, like, uh, what are they? Uh, Murlocs? Yep. Hanging around? Something like that. Mirelurks, yeah. Mirelurks, yeah. Whatever they're called. The yep. From World of Warcraft or <laughs> Fallout. Yeah, um, depending on what game. Yeah. <laughs> Same guy. Um, But, yeah. Like, it's... Like, you get that vibe, but this... Like, it's not something that they straight up... Um, right. It's... I mean... It, the, the kind of question is... Um, I guess, when will we see... Um, you know, like, the Vampire Masquerades... Or, the Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 version of Call of Cthulhu, right? Right, right. Or, you know, something even bigger. Because we're seeing... Um, we, we've seen them tackle fantasy. We we're, In the mm-hmm. future, we're going to see them tackle... Um, obviously cyberpunk, um, mm-hmm. but a company like like CD Projekt or a company like um, like uh, Bethesda has their their three staples now, but right. this is a, a cool subgenre that is stuck to these B and even lower tier games. Yeah, um, and yeah. this this is I, I wouldn't say it's AAA, but I would say it's you know. It's probably a quality, like... Like a B-plus. Like a B-plus, if not, a, yeah. you know, an A game. It's a, I think this is a B-studio on the way to becoming an A-studio. Yeah. Like, if, they, if they're if they able to knock something else out of this quality, they'll become, you know, a, a I think, a more well-known name, I guess. Right. But yeah, that's uh, that's cool. I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with uh, you know, hearing a bit about this because I've been yeah. curious, um, and I've been purposefully like ignoring it until it was like time, and mm-hmm. you know it, for me it might be time. So we'll uh, you know I'll double I'll check that out probably after the show. 
depending yeah. on what else you know we end up doing. Cool. So that's been pretty much it. Just, just yeah, those two. I mean, I'm still kind of checking out some of the mobile games, but um, primarily I've been trying to get through some of these um, more story focused nice. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, for me, I'm one still one trophy away and it's it's always the trophy that takes the longest because mm. you have to basically beat the game twice to get the no experience sure. you need um and i'm getting close to blowing through the rest of borderlands one to hit level 50 and get the platinum um nice. which is all i need um but we did um it was probably like an hour hour and a half session of uh borderlands a pre-sequel um mm. where grim joined us <clears throat> And, uh, I mean, that was okay. That was something that I guess you technically did that you forgot. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, was, I, I thought we had mentioned this last week, but I guess we did this after. Yeah. It was like right after. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's fun. The characters suck, but <laughs> you know, we're not here for a long time or a good time. <laughs> exactly. Let's just run through this. We're just, we're just here for a time. Yeah, we're here for a bit of time. Um, I mean, did you notice any issues? I mean, it's pretty much the same game, right? Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of the little bugs that were present, I think, in 1 have been fixed by the time the pre-sequel came out. However, it is the third game, technically. Yeah. So they should have been fixed a game two games ago. Yeah, they should have been fixed a game ago. So, yeah, I mean, it's... It's it's just not doing as good of a job in, I guess, as far as, like, getting you interested in what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like... I mean, we really breezed through the first game, and this game is even more like, I don't know where we're at or why it's interesting. Yeah. You know? Yep. So they did a really bad job of, of getting that across, I guess. So how do you feel about your character? You're playing... Um... What the fuck's his name? Uh, big guy, one eye. Not big guy. Uh, big guy, one eye. Yeah. Hammer, hammer lock. No, no, you're playing. Hammerford. Doesn't start with a W. I don't know. Willem. Willem. Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm, you're playing Wilhelm. I'm playing Jack, and Grim's playing Claptrap because. Jesus. Why not? <clears throat> you know. Oh yeah, he's afraid of girls. He's afraid of girls. <laughs> Is our ways <laughs> yeah. of covering up. The- him be, being sexist, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. Um, but, yeah, this is... You know, it's it's, it's been okay. Uh, um, I, I'm more excited to get through this so we can play too. So yeah. we can get to a character that I medium-like. At least. Zero? Uh, no. But who, who knows who I'll play into, to be honest. Um, yeah. I mean, I can tell you I probably won't play the Gunzerker. Uh-huh. But, you know. Got him. Maybe Grimmel. I don't know. Um, so, been doing that and playing... Um, we did that and I've been playing Borderlands 1 to finish up uh, the Platinum. Um, and as well, playing, you know, a few mobile games here and there. Um, still kind of screwing around with uh, Wizards Unite. Um, and, uh, you know, there's just a few other, like, little games that I've been, like, nothing notable that I've been, mm-hmm. like, playing with. Um, 
But we uh, did get invited um, as a group to like our first thing. We got invited to CEO, which is um, a competitive video game fighting tournament. Um, yeah. So I was gearing up for that and getting everything ready for that. Um, and, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, you know, I have a, uh, a video over on um, facebook.com backslash games inc uh, showing off, uh, you know, what it was like to just kind of like sit in the crowd and see all the screens. There was a ton of screens. Um, mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine or ten huge mm-hmm. projection screens playing different cool. games um hell yeah we actually sat on uh we actually sat um at the like left side of this video if you're looking so if you're like behind all the chairs we sat uh no we started on the left but we ended up sitting on the far right um mm-hmm. not at the last screen but the second to last screen um so like back on the far right there was super smash ultimate and then Super Smash Melee, which was what was fantastic about that is they were playing it on one of those big ass fat back old wood panel side TVs, um, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And then they had uh, I can't remember it might have been like King of Fighters, um, and then Dragon Ball was on the other side of that. So uh, we ended up kind of moving to sit um, at King of Fighters, and we could like look over and see what was happening with Smash. And look over and see what was happening with Dragon Ball, because mm-hmm. as much as I really d- like couldn't be bothered to give a shit about Dragon Ball, that game mm-hmm. is really fucking good. It looks good. It's it's good to watch um, because nice. it's like a show. Yeah, it's very like yeah like um, easy to kind of grasp what's going on. Yeah, and several times it would come down to uh, Kid Goku versus Kid Goku. It's like oh boy. it's like. It's like odd job versus odd job. It's it's fucked up. Yeah. And all the bigger characters would like take like a big blast at him or like even little like laser blasts. And it would just go over Kid Goku's head. And it's like, okay, that's I'm not gonna say it's cheating, but But it's not not cheating. But that's fucked up. Um But yeah, that was cool. We'll get a little bit more into that later. Um but yeah, aside from that, um not too much on my end, uh, gaming wise, has been going on. So I plan on to get back into that, uh, you know, get back into playing some uh, something different aside from just Borderlands uh, this week. Yep. Cool. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and hop into the monthlies? Uh, but before that, uh, let's go ahead and head over to uh, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all that top. Uh, video game news and junk uh you can get a look at all the stuff that we usually talk about here first um especially that like early look at uh the monthly games that are coming up and some freebies this weekend free that won't be in the freebies because by the time this podcast comes out it'll be gone um psvr uh owners could play uh, firewall zero hour uh for free this weekend yeah. so that was pretty cool um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I don't really like the free weekend things because it's yeah, like it's like you you have to download it and then yeah just, I just, just make it a just give it a discount. Yeah, I get it instead. But, but whatever, I get it. But you know, if it's like it's like I would just say give it a demo. 
Sure. Just give it a small demo so people can check it out. And especially with PSVR, I think that's important. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's already hard to sell these games because you're trying to sell basically the PSVR to people already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it kind of becomes that whole thing. Um, but yeah, yep. head over there. All the likes, comments, and shares are appreciated as well. Follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live, and when we're live at other places doing stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, all the uh, tweets, retweets, uh, likes, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the monthlies. We'll go ahead and start with the uh, Games with Gold. All right. So, this is a pretty decent month, I think. Um, so, throughout the whole month of July, uh, the 1st to the 31st, you can get Inside from Play Dead. This is their Ooh. follow-up to Limbo. Extremely good. I would recommend this to basically everybody. Yeah. Um, I game. mean, it's it's a I don't know how to say, it's a platformer, I guess, sort of puzzle solvy, but not really. Yeah, it's like um, a, a, a suspense. Um, yeah. Kind of like stealth two D. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's how- it's I definitely recommend. It. I mean, it, you can get through it in like what a couple hours or something. Not long. Um, yeah. It's, it's not long at all. Yeah, it's it's good for, you know, a couple sits while you're, you know, to break yeah. up something you're currently playing that you might be kind of getting overwhelmed with the play style and, right. you know, exhausted with. Um, so this is one of those games, for sure. Yeah. Um, the other Xbox One game, uh, available from July 16th to August 15th, is Big Crown Showdown. This is like a medieval, uh, like, four-player... Um, competitive combat game mm-hmm. so not something i'm super into but it looks kind of cool kind of almost gives me like a castle crashers e type vibe yeah vibe um july 1st to the 15th on 360 and backwards compatible for xbox one uh one of the castlevanias let's see which one this is symphony, symphony of the night the, um, the the one that everyone likes right so that's obviously you know coinciding with the release of uh what was the other one uh, Bloodstained um, yeah. Bloodstained Underwear Symphony of My Ass <laughs> yeah okay. flash that T-Bell logo hold on hold on that's a whole different <laughs> game <laughs> uh, then we also from July 16th to 31st I don't know who negotiated this one but uh, Meet the Robinsons the Disney movie game what could that possibly be about so does anybody want to download that no okay got it Okay, cool. It's got six total ratings on it's got a Xbox whole Live. Six, and all of them say smells. They're perfect like, five stars though. Smells like balls. This thing smell like ball. Very odd. I won't let lie. Me look at the. Let me look at these ratings. We got. Okay. Yeah. No. We're five five stars and one three star review. Let me. Uh, this that. game is dummy whack. It feel like a Cartoon Network Flash game, but was made in a Korean sweatshop with two light bulbs and a toilet plunger. <laughs> Highly recommend. No, no, no. That was shared by the Banana Pope. Uh, this game fills the void my dad never could. This makes me. This may look like a Wii game, but makes me feel like the saucy sauce. So it's a like for me. That's from Groove Fucked Vector. Tom's game says, fun, three stars. It is a fun game, pretty underrated, but you will probably get bored. That sounds like Grim. Is that Grim? Like, wow, this game's great. I hated it. Two stars. (laughs) Had a lot of fun playing this. Terrible game. Hate it. 
It was fun because I love it. It's pretty good. It brings back memories when I uses to play and it really fun. Wow. Yeah. I don't, you know, I can't, you know, actions speak louder than words here. Six idiots bought and played this game. That's what, that's all, I, that's all she wrote, folks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty good from, uh, pretty good month, uh, especially inside specifically. They got a nice, so kind of trails off there at the end, but it's fine. The Banana Pope. The Banana Pope. Wow. Rare, uh, Banana Pope, uh, support. Magical. So, PlayStation Plus. Yeah. I've heard, <clears throat> I've heard some things about <clears throat> this. Clear my throat. <clears throat> wipe my ass, because this is about to get moist. <clears throat> oh, boy. Yep. Alright, so this is a big, hot, steaming pile of PlayStation Plus free games for July. Yep. Uh, so... Uh, you are going to get a soccer game, which nobody wants, and you're not going to get the horizon that you want. So the first game is Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. Uh, it is uh, good old Konami. Konami mm-hmm. really got, like, they got Symphony of the Night over on uh, Xbox, and yeah. then they got Pro Evolution over here. So Considering that they are no longer making video games, that's pretty good. That's good for them. Um, yeah. So I don't need to explain that because I don't know what it's about. <laughs> like, I know it's soccer. That's right. all you need yeah. to know. It's, it's, the it's the only, lesser. like, it's the only real competitor to FIFA. Right, right. It's fairly popular. I mean, I know some, like, European friends that are sort of into it. That they're, like, their issues, like, if they don't like things that happen in, like, FIFA, like, they don't like... like that are happening with rules. Their, yeah. Like, in real life, in the organization. So they want to support something else. Uh-huh. But it's kind of tough... Right. Um, so that's the first one. Um, and then our second one, again, the Horizon that you don't want, Horizon Chase Turbo. Um, yeah. It's not is, Forza Horizon, and it's also not Horizon Zero Dawn. Right, right. Um, so you can play up to four players, pilot your car through extraordinary places, watching the uh, sun setting, facing rain, snow, volcanic ash, and even sandstorms. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, not great. Prepare for, uh, prepare for a blast of pure '90s nostalgia with Horizon Chase Turbo. Um, it just doesn't even like. I know. Just we're, we'll go with no. Look it up. I would say down. I would. I would say. I would say purchase it, but don't download it. <laughs> like. I would say don't purchase it and don't download it. I, it's free though. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Click the button. It's also free to go shove your dick in some hole in a wall and get herpes. I mean. Is that free, though? I mean, because you're paying the ultimate price. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Someone's got to pay. So that one is, uh, that one's going to be dropping here on the second. So if you guys are listening to this Monday when the podcast comes out, you still have a little bit of time to go back and pick up uh, the Handsome Collection. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. And then Sonic Mania. So last month was a pretty decent setup, technically, I think. Um, Hell yeah. Borderland a Handsome Collection comes with Borderland the Pre-Sequel, which we were just talking about playing, um, as well as Borderlands 2, uh, which is something you were going to buy anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So this was a big... That was a big payoff for you last month. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Sonic Mania is kind of just cool to have. It's it, like... Yeah, it's probably the only good Sonic game in the last 130 years. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so those will be act, uh, active until July 1st. Uh, 2nd will be seen. Soccer and... Uh, is this... It's I guess it's racing. I don't know. Rocker, soccer, Nos- um, robots? Nostalgia said? racing? It's not even like just normal racing. It's like cheesy racing. And that's what hurts the most. It, it's hmm. not even like a real... like It's not even something good like... Like grant like a grand turismo or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Painful. Um so uh go voice your opinion about that. Tell them how much you love what oh The Rock is cooking? What you're getting. What what you're getting for your PlayStation free games for the month. Like, I don't know how they were so like upper echelon. They really were... They were killing it. They just totally fucked it this time. And I don't know what happened. They really fucked it. And it's like every other month, they, I feel like they've been fucking up a little bit. It's like, god damn it. Um, but cool. That's what we have. Um, so we're gonna, we'll are gonna we go ahead, push forward into the games releasing. These ones will be releasing from the 24th to July 7th. Um, as we did miss uh, a few of the... Uh, games from last week. Uh, yeah, so we'll kind of do an E3 wrap up with Drake. Right, so we'll cruise through basically what happened last week. Yeah, you, and, you guys know. Yeah, cool. So um, basically, uh, so yeah, the Tuesday of the twenty fifth, but possibly later because this was very like this was there's a lot one. of conflicting information. I think maybe if you pre ordered it, you got it like two days early or something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the uh, Sega Yakuza team uh, judgment. On PS4, X-Boner, and PC. Um, this is the one that got delayed because an actor was snorting cocaine or something. Fuck yeah. Um, Let's see if I can really find a big him. deal. That's him right there, right? I pause uh, it, dude in the white he's suit. Not, he's not the main guy, right? No, no. It's he's, the dude uh, in the white suit. He's the big older boy. man. Yeah. Taller. Yeah. Kind of yeah. It looks like they might have altered his character model. So it's entirely possible that they changed him. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly what I remember it looking like. Right. Um... I mean, sometimes you got to do coke to get your fucking wiener on the right side of the pants in that suit. You well, know what I'm saying? See, you yeah. can see which side it's on. He's hanging it down the right. He had to do coke to get into the the character. The character does coke. Oh, for sure. What is he going to do? Not do coke and not be in the mindset of the character? That's right. just reckless. And they're not paying. So, him. yeah, I mean, this is you know a detective game, but extremely yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> God I mean, it. it's the in the Yakuza city. It's in the Yakuza universe. It's Yakuza graphics, Yakuza fight style. The fighting looks um, so fun. I, the more that I see of this, actually, the less interested I've been, and that's why I don't have it already. Uh-huh. Um, where it's like, like the Yakuza games are cool, but like I missed that train like forty five years ago when they started. Yep. And it's, I don't know. I think it just got too much up its own shit. And. uh... I don't have time for a 700-hour game where you do a minigame to brush your fucking teeth every morning. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, this is like a fucking dick hair away from Shenmue. Yeah, no. Oh, man. The Shenmue guys should, like, merge. They should exactly. Make they new. should. These guys should just buy the Shenmue guys and just put them toward making something that's actually playable. Make something new for the PS5. Or next-gen console. Start right yeah. now. Buy those Shenmue cocksuckers so we don't have to hear about that anymore. Ah, that could be something. I don't know. Let's get a change.org going. All right. For real. 
So, uh, moving moving forward, we also had The Sinking City. That one came out on the 27th as well. Uh, but yep. we already kind of talked about that pretty, hevil- pretty heavily. Um, let me see. What else? It looks like there was something slightly out of order. That is true. Um, where was that located at? Oh, okay, okay. I see. It's not out of order. Um, up next was actually a game that we saw live at... Um, CEO, which was cool. They had a, oh, yeah? a small mini tournament of Samurai cool. Showdown going on, um, which looks pretty cool. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to um, I didn't get a chance to play it or anything because it was a pretty like intimate uh, like competition going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it um, it looked pretty cool. I, one of my friends, I think he ended up uh, last time I saw him, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go back. I didn't plan on playing, but." I'm gonna go back and get my um, controller and you know jump on this new game. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that one uh, coming from um, SN uh, SNK uh, for PS4, yep. Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Yeah, they've been doing this shit for a while, huh? It looks yeah. extremely Street Fighter-y. Like the same kind of like kind of chunky cartoony graphics yeah yeah it, but uh, like all the characters are real blocky the background's really stylized yep, yep. yeah um but cool though yeah. i really like what i'm seeing the art style is good yeah yeah um I, I i don't know is this is samurai showdown an old game yeah they they made an original ones i mean it's been 10 years since the last one came out apparently okay i, I have like it's something that's obviously not my thing. Um, yeah. It, yeah, originally first released back in 93, and then the latest mm. release is 2019. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, let me see. I was looking up a little bit more information about it. Oh, wait, what's... The- Oh, timeline for the series. I was like, it says that there was a game made in... <laughs> oh, okay, no, never mind. Uh, it, it's definitely the timeline for the series. I don't know why I saw, like, 86, and I just put 19 in front of it, and I was like, what? That... Mm. What? <laughs> um, Nailed it. But yeah, that was just like a... Uh, they have, like, a timeline for the series. Uh, set okay. in 1786, going through 1811. Huh. Interesting. Neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've so, never played any of these. So. Yeah, I've never played it either. Uh, go check it out if you're like really into the fighting scene. Um, yeah. This could like definitely be something. That yeah, I remember this play. was definitely a... Um, it's very dramatic. Which well, is like fun. I've heard Samurai Showdown mentioned by people as being like a really hardcore fighting game. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you're into that, that's a good place to look for it. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, I'm not a big fighting game fan anyway, so this is definitely not yeah, yeah. going to catch me. I don't know. I mean, going to CEO, like, I see the lure on why people are mm. super into it. Yeah. Now, uh, like, I could not see that before. So yeah. that, that was something. Um, and then moving right along to Friday the 28th, uh, coming out, uh, well, yeah, came out. For came PS, out yeah. PS4, Xbox One, and PC from Codemasters. We have F1 
2019. Um, yep. Just F1, Formula One racing. We're still doing it, baby. Yep. They're still There's doing another it. one. It still looks great. Yeah. But Like, visually, they do a great job on these. Yeah. Um, um, and I would like to say, mechanically, they do a great job. Um, I would like to say that, but how would I ever know? How, how would I know? Exactly. Um, and I'm putting this, like, I used to play racing games a lot. Because they were mm-hmm. they were fun, like Gran Turismo back in the day, those were fun. Um, but almost like I even played uh, the newer Horizon, and yeah. that was pretty fun. Um, but I think there was that that point of realization for me that I don't like real racing games. I like fun racing games. Right, I agree. I like Mario Kart. I like Need for Speed Underground. I like uh, you know, like even dumb shit like. Um, Hell yeah, I love dumb shit. in uh, like Cool Borders or you mm. know what was another one uh, there was a game called Sledstorm back on PS1 and like Jet Moto Hell yeah yeah those were fun uh, but this like real like you have to know the like wind dynamics and shit wind yeah. dynamics and tire <laughs> inflation and uh, amount of rubber and fuel it's just like I, I could not get into that and I, I actually fear uh, meeting the person who is into that. Yes, I agree. Um, so we're going <clears> to <throat> you know, move right along. <clears throat> yeah, so um, same day. Uh, this also came out last Friday, the 28th of June. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 for the Switch. What more can we say? It's Super Mario Maker with extra shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we probably should have had... Uh, right. Probably should have had, like, Ashley on the show or something for this. Because she saw us and she's like, why didn't we get the first one? And I was like, it's not my jam, for sure. And she's like, yeah, I'm not talking about you. I'm like, fair. Yeah. Um, I, I, could, I, I would definitely make some crazy shit, but I would hate to play it. Exactly. So I mean, I would, I would hate to make things and play it. Like... For me, it would be fine to make things, but I just, I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, so if you have no idea, you can play user-made content. Um, you can also play, uh, like, you can also play and create your own content. I'm not yeah. exactly sure on what it has, like, what else it has available to it. Um mm-hmm. Like, if there's some other kind of mode or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm all for the creation. Um, like, the creation bit, you know? Yeah. That is that is cool. So. Sure, all it's right. cool. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, it, with a lot of this stuff, it's like, if this is your intro, like, if you get into this when you're a little bit younger or if you're not, like, super into... A, a whole like big breadth of games or whatever it's really cool uh-huh. but as somebody that wants to work on and make games it, i cannot think of something that's more of a waste of time where it's like it just go on unity and make things that's true but i mean then like i do like i sat in on a panel this week that was um that was like this this lady this community manager for square enix she's like yeah, I got my I got my job because I played Final Fantasy XI, and mm. then I played Final Fantasy XIV and created content. 
just like mm-hmm. little bits of things for the game and like she didn't create like art assets or um you know anything like that she created like story content for like her guild yeah it's like hmm alright so that's interesting. I, I, I do see the lure, and I think sometimes companies like to sniff out who are the creative people mm-hmm. uh, by, you know, using things like this. So Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's certainly, if it's something that you're into and you're having fun with it, it's interesting, but it's just not something for me, you know? For sure, for sure, yeah. Um, so aside from that, let's go ahead and jump into the things that are coming out uh, this next week. Uh, first, starting on Tuesday, uh, July second, we have Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers for PS4, PC, Mac, coming from, of course, Square Enix. Um, yeah, we talked about this a little bit on the, um, you know, the Square uh, E3. They showed off a little more. Right, right. Um, so Shadowbringers. Let me check into that really quick. Um, I, I want to see exactly what it's bringing to the, the table because I, I don't remember even though we've talked about it. Um, mm. uh, I honestly do don't know what it what the new like thing that it's going for is. I don't know what it adds. This is like extreme late game content. I've already seen people talking about online where they're like, okay guys, if you're trying to play the new Final Fantasy 14, like it's really difficult to come at as a new player and like the core game is like hundreds of hours. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, so it's, it's I just, long. It, I've like, been lost so f- long ago by MMOs that you know. Even where I'm at, it's still I'm unwinnable really, at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, even where I'm at, I'm still really far away, and I'm finished with the whole core first game, and you know, part of the way into the second uh, ex- or first expansion. Um, mm. But. Yeah, it's new environments. Uh, the new race, I think, is the um, uh, is it Vera, uh, the bunny. Yeah, uh, Vera or Vera or Vera or Vera. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, as well as uh, brings up some new characters and a new trust system, so uh, you can uh, start a new journey as the Warrior of Darkness. Um, so I mean this game does do something that's really cool and I I appreciate that they do this Um, your one character can last forever you don't have to make a second character like you do in Mm -hmm. a lot of MMOs your one character may never have used um, you know what like you've never been a a dragoon and your friend comes in and they want to play you start as Mm -hmm. a dragoon you pop back down to level one. Right. But with your, like, red mage or whatever, you might be, you know, max level doing in-game stuff. But mm-hmm. you're level one with the dragon, so that you guys start at the beginning. And that's kind of cool, because, you know, you can master everything with your character um, and tailor it to use what is needed. Oh, like, oh, our friend's going to play, and he's, he's a white mage, so I can kind of disable my white mage stuff. I don't need to be a red mage. I can be a black mage. Mm-hmm. Um... So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I do like that about it. Um, but it is one of those games you uh, need to be willing to go find a group of people to play with. Or, right. uh, you know, 
have a healthy amount of people to play with. I think mm-hmm. that whole and the obvious like content uh, running rampant basically, and you not playing right. with it kind of holds you back. So yeah, yeah, cool. Um, coming out on the fourth of July. Uh, at the same time as season three of the TV show, Stranger Things: The Game Three, uh, PS4, Xboner, Switch. Um, it's coming from Bonus XP. They've they've been making these kind of NES like, uh, Super NES like games for Stranger Things to kind of fit with the era. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they do a really good job of like capturing that feeling. Like obviously they're a lot more detailed than games would have been actually back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, I think it's it's pretty cool, very interesting, and it adds some additional content to the movies or the uh, I guess I should say shows that you're watching. Have they made other versions of this? Have they made one and two? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I don't I know. Think I one don't was know. a mobile game. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this could be something I could see myself messing with. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Maybe it'll pull me into the show a bit more. Hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, not um, a lot to say about it. And I don't... They, they're not the exact same timeline as the shows. They're, like, a different timeline, so you can't, like, ruin the show, the show by playing the game, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought this would be, like, a, like leading up to, like... I, I always appreciate that. When you have a show, and it goes from season one to season two, and you're like, well, what the fuck did they do in between right. season one and two? And I really like how they do that. Mm-hmm. But... You know, that's cool. As long as it has, uh, you know, an audience or whatever that are into it. It looks cool. Like, it's something I could see myself definitely playing on the Switch. Yeah. Um, cool. And then uh, Friday, uh, the 5th of July for PS4, Xbox One, PC from Xiaomi and EA Originals. We have yeah. Sea of Solitude. Looks good. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like you probably have more information on this than I would. Not a ton. I mean, I've listened to a little bit of background of, like, what the director was going for and stuff. I, I mean, it's sort of a adventure game. I'm not really sure the perspective. It seems to shift around a lot. Uh, this reminds me a lot of, like, Papo and Yo, if anybody played okay. that game. yeah, yeah. Um... So there's a lot of like kind of weird camera angles, a lot of just navigating your environment. But it's about depression, and it's about like anxiety and yeah. We had um, the, the lady came out on the E3 stage. Was it last year? Yeah, and talked about yeah. this. Yep. Yeah, the, and I, but it's not I didn't like look up um, anything beyond that. Yeah, something I like a lot that I heard on the Game Informer show is that they said the goal is not like it, at the end you don't beat depression, right? You right. just get to a point where you're okay, which I think is really smart because that's real, <laughs> you know. I mean, certainly people like things do happen, like uh, you know, and like my grandfather died, I was kind of depressed for a little while, and I got over it. You know what I mean? Like I it just in that case, I think I was cured, right? Because I was actually having like real like symptoms that are in you know descriptions in books, sure, and I that went away. So like. Um, if you actually have like you know long term like chronic depression, it doesn't go away. Like you get better for a little while, then it comes back. And a, a lot of stuff like especially from people that don't understand like me, 
I would make something where you beat it and then you're better. But that's just not reality. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, for some people. So I'm really interested to check it out and see where they're going with it. And obviously, it's I really like the look and the, the art behind it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, pretty much everything behind to... it looks like it's pretty solid. The You know, the art, right. the story, the... Um, like the oddness kind of makes it stand out just a little bit yes um so that that's uh you know that's important especially in indie games too i mean obviously uh ea looked at these guys and they go they are doing something original for us to call them an ea original Mm -hmm. so cool yeah um that looks really good if you guys haven't seen sea of solitude uh go check it out I, i imagine it's probably a pretty short game um, yeah, I'd imagine a couple hours maybe. Yeah. So something that you could, you know, sit down, enjoy, and, uh, you know, talk about how it's probably, like, one of the underrated games of the year. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so those are our games coming out for last week that we missed and this week. Still really not a lot going on. Uh, you know, we're going to be building up toward some more bigger releases kind of in i guess the end of august and then through fall yeah yeah um Um, but really not a lot going on right now yeah yeah uh it's just there um you know we're gonna hit i I don't want to say it's going to be like slow or anything because we do have other things that are coming up um we have rtx actually coming up um uh i mean we're not going to be in attendance but it is something uh that's going to be happening and i'm sure some sort of little bit of news will come out of it um mm-hmm. and that's going to be happening i believe on the 5th of july um and then there's guardians con happening right around the same time uh yeah. and then you know we'll always have uh in, in a couple of months you know Gamescom, paris games week tokyo game show um and then you know as we kind of progress further into the fall uh you know, we'll start to see that holiday upswing, and that's when things yeah. will start to get as crazy. I don't feel like I feel like the beginning of the year was a lot more crazy than the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks like that trend's going to be continuing next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Um, so there were a few things that I saw, and I was like, eh, it's not really a good freebie or an alpha beta demo trial thing, but I did see something cool. Uh, something that pretty much everyone uh, universally is excited for. Uh, Cyberpunk, um, CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk did a uh, a PlayStation theme that you can Mm -hmm. uh, have on your console. You know, it comes with uh, uh, sounds, new icons, and of course, um, the rad picture um, of V with the gun and the Cyberpunk logo um, and the kind of like Californian vibe with the palm trees and yeah it, it looks pretty cool you can download that for free right now um mm-hmm. uh, over on your playstation yep i just downloaded that earlier nice it, it's really hard for me because i have an like i have the when they set up the custom ones i made an mgi one and I haven't changed it yeah yeah so i like there's new art looming so i'll probably change the art on the playstation as well but it's a little bit mm-hmm. of a pain in the ass. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into the weekly nudes. Um, like I said, oh, we yes. don't have a lot. We'll talk uh, a little bit about some of the stuff that we missed from before. Um, and then we have about two things that we think were kind of like noteworthy. 
uh, even though they're super not noteworthy. Um, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit more about CEO 19 that uh, we were invited to went to. Nice. Cool. You can go ahead and take it away. Yeah, so uh, this is from last week, but very weirdly, um, I guess we have a couple in a row of just kind of like weird um, things being possibly unavailable. Um, so Fortnite is actually raising their minimum uh, graphics PC requirements. Uh, so the article from the Fortnite team on the Epic, you know, EpicGames.com, uh, starting with season ten, the PC version of Fortnite will require a graphics card running uh, DirectX 11. Um, while the DirectX 11 capable graphics cards have always been one of Fortnite system requirements, we kept support for online players uh, for with older graphics cards. However, when season ten begins, it will no longer be compatible. Um, so basically, this is a Go game that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a game that has been available that you could play with a Direct X ten, I guess. Um, yeah. And even their description is really weird. Direct X capable graphics card has always been a system requirement. We kept support online for players with older graphics cards. What does that mean? So it, that means it wasn't a requirement because you could play without it. Right. So it was always a requirement, but now it's a requirement. So it's different now. Well, I don't know what they mean by that. Do they require you to have that running an older version? Is that what that means, maybe? I have, I have no idea. Like, it needs to verify support that. online for players with older graphics cards. So maybe you didn't have to put in an update that would make a DirectX required? Yeah, maybe DirectX 11 wasn't yeah, I don't required know. to function. You could actually I'm not sure. the, scale it back. If yeah, the way that they describe it, it is really weird. I don't really understand, but yeah, maybe there's like a compatibility mode that you can run DirectX 11 as if it's DirectX 10 or something. I have no idea. Nerds. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that think of the idea that you have a game that you maybe spent you know two hundred dollars of your mom's money on, <laughs> and suddenly you can't play it on your computer anymore unless you go spend eighty bucks on a new graphics card or whatever. You probably have to spend more than that. I mean, DirectX yeah. 11 is nothing new. You could run that on a pretty shit graphics card. I've had DirectX 11 for, like, five years. Right, right, exactly. So but you can go get a pretty shit-ass graphics card, but still. If, if you have an older graphics card, it depends on, like, what you're running on it. Like, there, there was a while there when I um, built my own shitty first computer for my friend's, like, old parts. Uh, mm. And it had a, uh, like, that was my first computer. And it had a good a medium good graphics card but it didn't have the strongest supporting like uh, motherboard and mm -hmm. definitely not the not a good processor so yeah. it burned it straight the fuck out real fast bye bye bitch yeah Roop. so possibly a new motherboard yeah yeah at, at that point like when I see that and it's like you've put it off that long to upgrade stuff mm -hmm. like you might as well just start over because you're gonna yeah. need new power, so like you're gonna need new uh, like power distribution, possibly. Well, and, luckily, uh, power supplies are pretty much there. You really don't have to update them like you used to have to. Right. However, like you're saying, like yeah, if you need a new motherboard, need a new processor, might as well get all new everything because you never know. Putting an old, you yeah. know, ten year old power supply in the new thing, it might burn out in five minutes and kill your new fucking motherboard or whatever. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. So, yeah, this is, it's kind of weird. I mean, 
I would imagine Fortnite PC players probably have relatively sophisticated systems just because I would think most... Well, actually, yeah, no, that can't be true because, like, League of Legends is just absolutely massive and it's PC only. And most people's system is absolute shit, so... Yeah, yeah. Th- I, yeah, I don't know. I do feel like it's weird. that style, that game is... It, it looks good, mm. but it's <clears throat> it's kind of like... You don't need good graphics to play the game. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it would be like... It's yeah. kind of like playing Divinity. You don't need good graphics to play Divinity and to enjoy what the experience is giving you. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, up next, something we talked about a little bit earlier, <clears throat> but um, there was a uh, licensing issue, basically something ex- license expired for Alpha yeah. Protocol over on Steam. Um, so it was delisted. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's been delisted, no longer viable on Steam. I'm not sure. I mean, it was from Sega originally, so I'm not sure if it exists really anywhere else to buy. So it's not like on Uplay or something, right? Right. Um, it's pretty much gone, as far as I can tell. Um, it's delisting according to Sega because they their rights on the music have expired, which is exactly what happened to Alan Wake. That's so weird. Um, like the music, yeah. the rights to the music expired. Yep. This I'll get you every time. So, like, why even go that direction? Like, we're seeing these co- these games yeah. drop off that are that you know that people like a lot. Well, and here's the real question: How hard would it be if you recontact those companies and it's like, okay, Sony, EMI, whoever, you already let me put, you know, fucking Backstreet Boys, I want it that way as <laughs> our closing credits song. A song from, you know, 1997 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if, you know, if I gave you, um, you know, at the time when we licensed it, when the song was only five years old, you charged us, you know, $50,000. Can we relicense it now for $100? Because it's already in there. We're not adding anything in the world. We're not taking anything away in the world. We're just relicensing for another... 15 years or whatever the fuck it is like how hard would that really be because like these this kind of shit happens all the time and it seems like the company doesn't even call to ask if they can keep the music rights or if they can renew it or whatever right you know? right <clears throat> yeah it, so i don't know it all depends on how those contracts look but still you know my just my look in general is like why it's like they knew that they were getting these licenses, and sure it is funny to do mm. the like well like you said uh i wanted backstreet boys like i want it that way for the end credits and that kind of shit is funny but mm-hmm. like why like w- like is it worth it for you know down the road your game's just going to be delisted and that's at that point just free money like you're not yeah. even worried about that game selling at all you're expecting yeah. nothing and if it sells one copy you're already you know good to go yeah yeah, it's very odd. Um, and this is more of that shit where people are like, okay, now do you see why people complain about all digital games? Because at any time, it can just be taken away. Um, crazy. It is It is scary, I mean. Um, I'm trying to look and see. It looks like it is not available to purchase on the Xbox Marketplace anymore either. Eesh. Yeah. And I've... One of the main things that they've said is that, hey, if you already own it, then you can still download it and play it and everything because 
you know, we haven't taken away. Like, we lost the rights to that music for new sales, right? Right. In the, in the future. However, I have it. I own it. I don't have it downloaded, and my Steam library says I don't have it. So that's starting to really make me question, because I've had it installed on this exact computer before, and now it's not there. So I'm like, dude, do I have to, like, bring some shit up with Steam to figure it out? Yeah. Um, it's kind of I mean, yeah, weird. that's that's my end game. It's just, like, make original music. Hire someone who just, wants a job to make music. Yeah. Like... Or just take all the music out and put in a song that you already know. Or just turn all the music off. I mean... like That that takes literally nothing. <sighs> just go in, music tracks, delete. <laughs> it, it takes somebody, uh, you know, an hour. Right, but... Or, well, yeah, yeah, that, that would be a, a quick... Um, That's the absolute quickest, dirtiest, like... Yeah, like, goodbye, here it is. Pro- yeah, of the problem. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I don't know. Something like this, though? I mean, this is... I, I I wouldn't say this is, like, the best game ever or something like that, but... Oh, absolutely not. You know, <laughs> peop, if, if people like it enough, you could make that argument of, like, why don't you just go back in and remove the problem? Mm-hmm. Put something else in. There's something... Like, yeah. if you're making a joke, it's not even the... It's it's not the content of the, uh, like it, it's not the lead up to the joke that's funny. It's mm-hmm. the punchline. So it's like, right. who cares if it's Backstreet Boys or you know something that's open, you know, and equally ridiculous. Not right. That's weird. They, uh, I I don't know. It always seems to come down to this, and it's like just just think, just think about it. And with yeah. that said, I am fucking stoked for Outer Worlds, though. And whatever the fuck Obsidian's working on next. And I guarantee yeah. it's going to make me buy uh, an Xbox, uh, Microsoft product, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because th- th- their next thing is uh, exclusive, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I remember them talking about it, because they, they were purchased yeah. by Microsoft, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it depends on, like... So... Microsoft's going to have a good deal on all the stuff they make, but I believe they had another project in the works that wasn't, like... So they had Outer Worlds, and they had something else that hasn't been revealed yet that was already right. in the works. This one was so Microsoft there. doesn't exclusively own that either. Okay, I thought Microsoft, like, like didn't buy them, but their partnership was exclusive. It will be going forward. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so they don't own... The stuff that was already this agreed on. This one or the other one. Okay. I thought it was... I thought, as far as I understand. They could have done a deal on the other one. I'm not sure, but... I, I wasn't... I, I knew that this one here was... I knew Outer Worlds wasn't um, uh, exclusive by any means. But I thought the second one, like, going forward, this game will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It looks so fucking cool, though. I can't wait for Outer Worlds. Oh, yeah. Outer Worlds looks really good. It's going to be free on Games Pass, baby. Yeah. God damn it. Yep, that's enough to buy it right there, huh? Sure is. Fuck. I mean, I didn't need to be sold on anyways, but... I know, right? Well, I mean, the PC side of it. But, like, the thing was, like, I didn't... Yeah, originally I was like, I don't want two consoles that are doing the same thing. And it's like, now, as we're getting to the end of the console, they're doing different things. And I'm like, fuck you. 
Yep. Like, how long did that take? Oh, <laughs> six years? Okay, just checking. Um, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot, assholes. Um, so, uh, CD talked a little bit about, uh, like, expansions mm-hmm. last week, right? Yep. So, yeah, they said basically they want to do uh, very similar uh, expansion sizes as what they did to uh, The Witcher for Cyberpunk. So, um, let's see what they say specifically. Um, yeah, they mentioned Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine expansions, which are, I mean, one of them was big enough to be considered Game of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's something right there. <laughs> so, they said, um, uh, I think we're going to have opportunities like that as well for Cyberpunk 2077. He emphasized that they're not holding anything back from the base game. They're saying we have a very satisfying story arc. Um, you're going to see characters and you'll see them develop. You're going to see them go through conflicts and resolve those conflicts. It'll be a very rewarding ending. We're not withholding content. We're not withholding story in the future f- to try to you know monetize it or sell it. You're going to get the whole full value game here, which is weird oh. that they have to explain it so much because we understand. Yeah, like, well, we understand. They have a they have a good track record of that. I mean, they're famous <laughs> on it. Like yeah, but for, other people I like know. I just see people coming into this though, you know, for like the first right, time. I guess. Yeah. And they're like like I don't know, there's so many people that are just not um like in the know on how uh like C D project works. Like some people like I've actually heard of people like Oh, yeah, no, I didn't play The Witcher because, you know, I didn't like like in Grimm's case, I think he said mm. at one point he didn't like the two sword deal. Yeah. Or, you know, they didn't like something or other about Extremely the game. weird. Like, I hate having multiple ways to go into combat. I don't like having a lot of weapons. <laughs> I hate when they give me a pistol and a rocket launcher that are totally different and do different things to different enemies. <laughs> it's very yeah. odd. Um, but yeah, it, it is cool to see that they're still going forward with that. Because they have arguably the highest profile game that we're going to be looking at maybe since Grand Theft Auto. Maybe. Yeah, it's definitely, like, I think it's it's definitely gotten bigger than The Witcher 3 was already. And The Witcher 3 was big. Witcher 3 was massive. I mean, probably the best RPG ever made, right? Right, right. Not selling. That would be Skyrim, hands down. But in terms of quality and range and everything. There should be an asterisk next to that bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I've bought 15 copies of Skyrim by accident. Yeah, yeah. I only meant to buy one. I only I only bought one. Yeah, they uh, they got us. Those mm-hmm. rat bastards, they got us. Um, but sure. I am excited to see, like, I, like I think that's one of the things for me that's most like I'm mostly anticipating about Cyberpunk is mm. where we're going from or and where we're going to. What you know, what's point A and what's point B. And I, I know the game is going to be, you know, the journey from point A to point B. But then having that knowledge, where are we going after we get to the end? Like, what, like where are they leaving that open? Uh, and what's going forward? And then I kind of get sad because I'm like, and then after the expansions, it's going to be over for a long time. Yeah. Like, if they, like, I assume that they would want to return to it, but weird shit happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And they could never return to it. It could just end. And then that could be yep. the end. And then that would be a bummer because 
you know, the cyberpunk, uh, the world in general is fucking fantastic. For sure. Yeah. So, and, I mean, we certainly haven't seen the end. I mean, like we're, we know that there's going to be another, um, like a version of the cyberpunk tabletop role-playing game coming out. Yeah. It's so oh, shit, when is it? shortly. Yeah. I know it's, I really believe it's coming soon. out at a convention next month, maybe yeah, or yeah, the end of this see. month. I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, they'll, It'll live on in some regards, but yeah, I mean, I'm always excited to see what CD Projekt's up to. Yeah, for sure. Um, they can do whatever they want, and I'll buy it. Alpha Protocol 2, baby. Cyberpunk 2077's prequel revealed, and it's not a video game, it's a tabletop game, of course. So this is right. a prequel to it. Um, yep. Oh, is it Cyberpunk Red? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. And Cyber Project Red. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm, I, 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 don't see, I don't see the date here. But. Okay. Oh, well. Something sometime soon. Yeah, I, I know. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, there's the Cyberpunk release date. Oh, right here, right here. Um... Cyberpunk 2077 is a wholly original concept. Uh, the series started as a tabletop with Cyberpunk. Uh, it was 2013 originally, wasn't it? Uh, that was the second version. Okay, so the first version was 2020. Mm, no. Yeah, 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 the first one was 2013. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're so right. yeah, these guys have it wrong. Because yeah. I thought the yeah, original and then, version And then 2020. Was, yeah, they, they went in chronological order. Um, hmm. And the game's getting a new edition, Cyberpunk Red, whose Jumpstart kit launches August 1st. That's it. Yep. So that's what I was thinking of, Jumpstart kit. So, yeah, that's coming. It'll probably have a new version drop, similar time frame as the new game. So Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, but, Hell yeah. I mean, we also have, um, should be getting probably any time soon, I would imagine, uh, Carbon. Yep, the Carbon tabletop game, uh, which is yeah, Carbon's Cyberpunk coming very shortly. Cyberpunk universe um, that has a, a, a shitload of expansions to it as well, um, mm-hmm. including like different locations. Uh, Tokyo, I think there was Tokyo, yeah, Tokyo London. London. Was there Berlin in there? Berlin, yeah, I think that's the three that they're working on. And did I don't know. I, and the core game is like set in uh, San Francisco. San Francisco, I think. like yeah. Usual. Yeah, and it runs yeah. off of uh, Dungeon D and D Fifth Edition, right? 5e. Which I'm I'm very excited for that. Yeah, yeah that's good. Five E was was um, really good. amazing. Yeah, excellent recovery from Four E. Yeah, from that. It yeah. was like we stepped in shit. Whoops! So every once in a while, you shit one out. You know, sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, and I fear the days that I don't. So speaking of yeah. shit happening. Got him. Uh, the last day of E3. So this is fairly old news, but it kind of took a while for it to get reported on because it was kind of hidden. Yeah. Um, final day of E3, Amazon actually had uh, some pretty heavy layoffs at their uh, game, video game division, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon Game Studios, which is technically still developing Crucible and The New World, two online games. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know that those are ever going to come out. It kind of seems like uh, fucking vaporware to me. But um, a bunch of employees, um, dozens of employees, quote unquote, 
Uh, we're told they have 60 days to look for new positions within Amazon, which, do I mean, would they even have skills that match to anything else in the rest of the Amazon company? Well, you're allowed to go work in packaging. Uh, uh-huh. It's not comparable. Take it or leave uh, it. Yeah. Uh, at the end of that period, if they fail to find employment, they get a severance package. So that's not horrible. Um, they also apparently canceled. Uh, so those those teams, it sounds like, were on projects that had not been announced. And those were canceled at, with the loss of the, the employees, basically. Um, so they haven't said how many were laid off. Um but they did say we're reorganizing some of our teams to allow us to prioritize development of our two games and a few new unannounced projects we're excited to reveal in the future. Which is like, there's been an Amazon game studio since like 2009. Yeah. None of none of the stuff's coming out. You know? The It's... Yeah, it began ramping up its game division in 2014. Um, and okay. things have went pretty shitty. Uh, the company canceling its first game breakaway back in 2017 so 20 beginning of 2014 let's say to end of 2017 that's already a cycle to make a full game yeah i mean for not for something like i don't know some like major nothing big dick but definitely major triple a or whatever but yeah your first i mean um so they had you know clint hawking who's was originally far cry 2 now working on uh watchdogs 3 yep um, they had the portal game director Kim Swift working for the company that also left. Neither one of them shipped anything. Yep, they bounced. Um, yeah, Amazon's massive investment in Crytek, which they took and created Lumberyard out of, it really has not been picked up by the the industry. So, yeah, somebody commented and said, in even bigger news, Amazon actually has a games division. <laughs> so it's like they haven't done or made anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 odd, and it sucks. Yeah. But you know, I feel like we'll see the definitely the people who belong in that that industry they'll get picked up. Mm. They'll get picked up quick. Well, well, it, it's tough because like if anybody started their career there, they have absolutely nothing to show for. Right, right. You but know, they do at, have at that. least six years of work, right? Yeah, they do have that. I mean, we saw that with um, one of our friends who works at Naughty Dog. She had nothing yeah. technically to show. But because she was working there and that came out like, hey, I was laid off. I was doing good work. You can see, you know, my pedigree here. <clears throat> They're like, yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they do have a little, even if they didn't ship anything, they have something going for them. But if they if you have yep. mediocre work, it's going to be rough. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, well let's jump into uh, the Steam Summer Sale. Um this uh, summer sales theme is a Grand Prix, uh, and there are um, five different teams that you can uh, back. Um, obviously, everyone picks Corgi. Literally, uh, everyone picks Team. Yeah, Corgi. I'm on the Tortoise team. RIP. I'm just gonna go straight with Corgi. I mean, it'll get to the finish, and you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first, second, and third all get rewards. Oh, okay. Wait, what's the point? So. That's a great question. <laughs> There's only five, I so I don't understand. Two people and, are dumbasses. And everybody, basically. they just pick random people, and all those random people. How many? How many random people do they pick? I don't know. Let's see. They've Let's been see. really like unclear about that. So there's been a lot of complaints because like they're like, oh, we'll like give you, we'll either give you random games in your library, or if they're expensive, we might give you like big discounts on them. Okay, here we go. But they didn't explain how that worked, so. A lot of people have been like unwishlisting 
um, like indie games because they want to win big $60 games and not $20 games. Right. And indies rely on having a bunch of wishlisted, like being on a bunch of wishlists because that gets them on front page on Steam. Right. So a bunch of indie studios have been fucked by this because Steam didn't explain how the shit works. Even if you look at these rules, it really doesn't make any more sense. I've went and read over all the rules, and I don't know how to contribute to my team. So, drivers from the top three finishing teams are given, uh, on a given day, will be selected at random to receive top-ranked, the top-ranked item from their Steam wishlist. This item uh, must be available for sale rather than merely coming soon. 300 drivers from Team 1, 200 drivers from the second-place team, and 100 drivers from the third-place team will receive free... Uh, a free title. Be sure to rank the titles on your wish list and add any new ones you're interested in. Um, so it's yeah, so that's, that's already top, been altered. Yeah, your top. That's been altered. It wasn't like that before. Um, at the end, before it said you'll be given a random one from your wish, or you will receive a free game from your wish list. Yeah, which that would not be good. Um, so people went and cleaned out all but one, right. basically. At the end of the entire Grand Prix, we will award a thousand random drivers from the first place team. Um, the top three ranked games on their wish list. Uh, for mm. the second place, we'll award a thousand random drivers. The top two and third place will award a thousand random drivers. The top rank, uh, top ranked game on their wish list. Um, mm. So really, what you want to do is set up your top three games in yeah. total um, and make them big dick games that you are going to be spending a lot of money on. Um, right. So that's the deal. Uh, how you can contribute is uh, play a new game, review a game, add three items to your wish list, or watch a broadcast. Um, uh, each completed task increases your maximum points by 500, enabling you to uh, complete the Grand Prix quest and claim uh, some achievements. Um, so also... Um, for every dollar you spend, you get a hundred points. Um, you can complete quests, like I said, and save, uh, or and claim uh, achievements. Um, boost rewards with tokens you can spend at the pit stop, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, and then you win, I guess. So okay, so for example, I've spent about I've spent like twenty five dollars in the sale so far. Mm-hmm. It has so far given me zero points. Interesting. I should have about 250, right? No, that's it says $1 equals 100 points. Okay, so I should have 2500 points. I have 0. Right. Uh it says like um review, so I went and reviewed a couple games, didn't give me anything. Um this it's just it's working, but it's not showing you that it's working is what I've heard. Yeah, that's possible. Um, but yeah, some of the things that they have uh, hanging around up there that's heavily discounted. Um, you can pick up things like Elite Dangerous for eight bucks. My time at uh, Portia for like under twenty five, um, which mm. people are pretty big dick about. Two Point Hospital. I really didn't like that game. I love Two Point Hospital. Two Point Hospital uh, under yeah. twenty bucks. Um, you can spend actually twenty six and get the big dick edition. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty good. City Skylines. I would recommend that. Under eight bucks, BattleTech under fifteen. Hmm. Um, Watch Dogs Two was like twelve bucks. 
So they have, I mean, they have quite a bit going on. Uh, I would recommend popping over to their site and good luck finding a fucking tab that will show you exactly what you're getting um, or, you know, what's available in the sale, but you can kind of dig through and just notice, hey, that's 66% off, that's 50% off, you know, that's 70% off. Yeah. Um, if you needed Borderlands, uh, the handsome collection, you don't have a PlayStation, you can get that for, like, six bucks. Yeah. Even Divinity is marked down to twenty six ninety nine. Yeah, that one's that one caught my eye for sure. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Um, because I love Divinity. Even New Things, Three Kingdoms is ten percent off. Mm-hmm. It's about as good as you can ask for at this point. Yeah. Civ getting some yeah. discounts. Yeah, pretty good stuff here. Um, even us, uh, the DLC for Shadowbringers. I don't think that's a discount. I think that's just. Uh, Selling. I think it's a it's a early release, yeah, ten percent because they tend to do that. But yeah, pretty cool stuff. Oh yeah. All right, um, and then next, speaking of Final Fantasy, um, Sony has announced a live action film for Final Fantasy fourteen um, TV series. Hmm. Um, what they've said about it thus far is um, the series will focus, you know, a lot of it's under wraps, but the release will explore the struggles between magic and technology in a quest to bring peace to the land in conflict. Um, and uh, it looks like uh, it was Sony uh, and the production company Hivemind Entertainment, which is the company behind mm. Netflix's forthcoming yep. adaptation of The Witcher and Amazon's The Expanse. They partnered with Square to make this. Um, let me see. There was one more. Uh, it's still in the development stage, uh, but right. Uh, it, it says uh, which in Hollywood means writing, but with more meetings. Um, Funny. Yeah. Uh, also, as promised, uh, the series will have its calling cards like Mag, uh, like Magitech, um, and Beastman. Got him. I said Beastman. Settle down. He hates Beastman. He doesn't like him. Big, uh, big um, Total War Warhammer 2 player over here. Alright, I got him. It's fine, guys. Yeah, we got him. For the rest of the podcast. He's gonna be a... He's gonna be a mascot. Alright. Um... And uh, it'll also have uh, airships and chocobos, as well as a live-action debut of Sid. Um, who knows if it's going to be the Sid from uh, 14, or if it's going to be something new. Which prompted me to ask the question, why the fuck are there so many Sids? Mm-hmm. That's a good question, I think. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this could be something that's cool. I do kind of like that they're taking that leap again to check out some of this video game. Uh, writing in the television world, especially with The Witcher. Um, So, you know, this is another thing that we won't hear too much about or see too much about uh, for another, like, two or three years. Yep. And then they'll randomly pop out and everyone will be like, oh, oh. Oh, shit, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So that's something cool to kind of look forward to, I think. All right, so we'll jump into CEO. Um, You know, we can... Cool. You know, you can ask uh, ask away about what was what was seen there. Um, so, uh, CEO is uh, a fighting game championship tournament. Usually takes place in uh, in Orlando, Florida. This year, it was actually mm-hmm. in Daytona Beach uh, for their tenth okay. annual fighting championship, and they had to do it there. 
uh, because they uh, they partnered up with um, a new up and coming wrestling company called AEW. Interesting. Uh, AEW is um, uh, the creation of a lot of people, um, but mainly it's independent. Some independent wrestlers uh, that are very popular, like Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and um, Cody Rhodes, who is the son of Dusty Rhodes, who is uh, like a legacy uh, mm-hmm. WWE Hall of Famer. Um, and he had he had a couple of kids. One of those kids was Dustin Rhodes, or otherwise known as Goldust, nice. in WWE. And then his other son, Cody, who has created this now, who was working alongside his brother. Um, hmm. And uh, so they had a, a, a spoof to um, Firefest that happened. They did this nice. whole lead-up, whole YouTube thing about how... They have all these people that are coming. There's going to be jets and yachts, and it's going to be fucking epic. And all of it, the whole the whole show was them, like saying, "What? All the bands <laughs> left? <laughs> we don't have any bands." Nice. He's like, "Yeah, we had uh, this band." And then the guy looks down at his like clipboard. He goes, "Blink 182. <laughs> they were supposed to be here." <laughs> And it was really, it was really good. They had, uh, even in the beginning, they had like four um, models in bathing suits walk out. And they're like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So like midway through the show, they're like, we actually can't even pay two of those beautiful models out there. And this guy Mm -hmm. came out and escorted them backstage, tell them to get the fuck out. And they brought out (laughs) two mannequins. That's funny. It was really good. Um, So they had to have a bigger arena to accommodate that. Um, so they went to um, Daytona Beach. Um, I can't remember the name of the uh, the show floor there, but it's like right like on the beach at Daytona Beach, and um, yeah. So they kind of opened it up. They had um, pretty much a ton of shit there. Uh, not only did they have the uh, exhibit hall, which had um, all the pre-fights and then all of the um, like main stage fights that are wrapping up today as we're recording this on June 30th. Um, but they also had um, uh, they also had an arcade, Jabali Arcade, which was open nice. all weekend, 24 hours a day. Um, okay. So you could go into the arena literally at like 3 or 4 in the morning if you wanted to. Um, they, had, uh, they had tons of community panels. Um, some of them even included uh, making it in the video game industry. Which was cool. Yeah. Um, they had uh, an artist alley, ton of um, like merch and stuff that you could buy from uh, like people who were making the ship by hand, which was good. Um, mm-hmm. And seeing all the artists is always nice. Um, and, and and then of course yesterday they had the wrestling show um, starting at uh, right around seven. Um, okay. So it was a pretty big day. It was the first time that we ended up getting a uh, media pass for something. Which was super cool, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and uh, I, I mean, I do have like basically like a like a mini slideshow here, just showing off some of the stuff that we saw. I figure you know we could talk about some of it. Um, sure. So uh, yeah, like the the, the intro um, to the place had uh, like there there was we did have a slight snafu when we got there. Because uh, they're like, oh yeah, what's you know what's the name for the media pass? 
and you know, I, I, I tell them, and they're like, oh, maybe it's under the, you know, under the um, media organization. I was like, yeah, sure. And I tell them, and they're like, hmm, yeah, I'm not seeing it. And I was like, I mean, can, you know, is there someone else that knows what's up? And she's like, no, it'll be fine. And she just grabbed a few, like, media passes <laughs> and just gave them to me. And I was like, cool. They're like, she's yeah, like, yes, thanks. that'll be able to get you in everywhere here. And I was like, okay, cool. uh, thank you. Uh, Going straight to the gentleman's bathroom, changing room in the back, see if I can see some hog. Yep, and that's what I did. I saw a few. Uh, mm-hmm. Not impressed, you know? Huh, yeah. It was pretty weak. Yeah. Poor showing. Um, but, uh, you know, I snapped a few pictures, got up out of there. Um, but the uh, the exhibit hall... And, okay, so I, I want to start with something that I hate, because I think that brings people together a little more. Hell yes. Um, and it starts with Samsung. Oh boy. So I, I... Like, when you walk in, they partnered with Samsung. And... Um, mm-hmm. And apparently, like, Simple Mobile. And they had a big Samsung, like, come in and sit at this, uh, like, lounge. Nobody mm. in there. All right. But they have, like, five Funny. PlayStations set up. No controllers. <laughs> so it's like, all right, do I just put my dick in it? Um, Hell yeah. And, and uh, but on the way Brother. in, they're like, okay, uh, you know, just go ahead and uh, fill this out. And she scans this little bracelet. And hands me a phone. Mm-hmm. And so I fill it out. And they're like, put your phone number in. What do you currently use? And I was like, I'm not putting my phone number in there. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, and I, you know, hand, handed the shit back. And she puts this bracelet on me. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's fine. She's like, that'll be able to get you in here all day. And I was like, ooh, such VIP access. Yeah. And I go and sit down at this, like, shitty little uh, area for a few minutes. Um as I was messing around, uh, you know, trying to keep up on social media with what we were up to. And uh, it, was, it wasn't until later in the show, I was like, I'm not going back to the Samsung thing. So I tried to take this uh, uh, little, like, wrist tag off. And it's impossible. Oh, my God. I had to, I literally had to wait until the end of the night and cut it off. Damn. It, what the fuck? So it, it's... Um, it's like two pieces of you know the the material that a lanyard is made out of. Yeah, that's what it's made like, of. Like, damn. And it's a straight piece of cloth that has like a little ID bracelet on the one side of it that has like a number. I guess I mm. don't know why they have to like like give each person who comes in a fucking serial number. Um, yeah. And I'm like, what is this Auschwitz? Like this is fucking crazy. Um, and uh, it had the same feeling though. Um, and as like as as uh, you're in there, um, like there were just other like odd people that were just kind of like loitering around with Samsung shirts mm-hmm. on, doing nothing, which was fine, I guess. But the bracelet, um, it was like just two pieces of like cut cloth, and it fed through like both pieces like together fed through this uh, uh, like plastic piece. And mm-hmm. the more you pulled the plastic piece closer to your wrist, the more it tightened. But on the inside, it was like, um, you know those uh, plates that they put over some, like, you can't enter here parking lots or you're going to run over these spikes? Yeah. It was that shit on the inside of this plastic piece, so you could not <laughs> pull it off. And I was like... It was like shredding your flesh. Who the fuck made this? 
like, funny. It just it, it was it was pretty poor. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, fuck those guys. I'll mm-hmm. start off with. Um, but everything else was really cool. Um, there were uh, a ton of arcade uh, like cabinet companies, like Dave and Buster type places, that are like, here, here's like a free game card. Come and check this place out. Um, mm-hmm. Tons of uh, like Twitch streaming happening currently. Yeah. Um, and they they even had this one section that was uh, set up like a. Uh, it was almost like a. Not an MMA cage, but it was like uh, it, it kind of had that feel as it had um, really big um, like chain link fences all around it with like supporting struts coming mm-hmm. up on the sides. And yeah, they would have like prominent streamers in there uh, or competitors. Damn, there's uh, that that donut controller is very good looking, isn't it? Um, that was one of the things that I was getting ready to talk about. Um, all right, it was uh, <clears throat> what was the name of those guys? Really quick. Let me, let me pull it up again. Dick Picks United. No, actually not. Wait. Shit. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, Fuck. Their company was Controller Chaos. Um, and they uh, get you a, like, um, an official licensed controller. And they, uh, of course, just remove the case. They redo the case. Um, and then, of course, spray it with, uh, like, a sealant so it doesn't, so your hands can't, like, rub off any of the content of the print. And, mm. yeah, they had some really, really, really good ones. Um, had a lot of Star Wars ones there. The controller, the donut one, like, the more I looked at it, the more I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. Very uh, good looking. But the price on it was pretty steep. Uh... Ooh. Your controller that you would normally spend, what, is it like 65 bucks, 70 bucks per controller? 65 70 something like that. $144 for that ooh, controller. Ooh, like, ooh. Damn. That is quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, he's like, well, it's made of, like, pretty, you know, we, we do pretty good. Um, My Venus. Like, like, we use pretty quality, uh, like, paints for it, so it doesn't come off. Like you see with mm-hmm. some of the like shitty Etsy controllers, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. There was some other just oddball stuff. Like <clears throat> there was a, a, a hand a guy there selling hand cream that's supposed to eliminate uh, palm sweating. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, all right. There's a joke in there somewhere, but we'll move Hell on. Yeah. Um, the arcade was cool. Sat down and uh, played a few games and. You know, found out that uh, Ashley can kick my ass at Street Fighter. I'm fucking terrible at Street Fighter. Hell yeah. Apparently. Yeah, I'm bad at all fighting games. She beat the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> and then I won the last one, and I pulled a, a pasty pasta man and said that was the final one. Uh, <laughs> that was the one that actually counted. We weren't we weren't counting until then. Um, But yeah, that, that was pretty fun. We played some of that. We played some Galaga-type games. We played... Uh, well, it's, I don't know. We, we played we played quite a few. They had a pretty... Uh, like They had a pretty interesting uh, dancing game there. You know, I've seen a ton of... They had a whole air room set up for, like, DDR. But mm-hmm. in the main arcade... That's room, awesome. They had um, a dancing game that was more like Guitar Hero. 
God, you know you got high-level nerds when they're, like, leaning back on that bar for DDR. Oh, yeah, they were all leaning back. And I was like, all it takes is one of them to snap. <laughs> Just one time. That'd be funny. Um, but they had a they, they had a dancing game that was more like Guitar Hero, where these bars fell, and you have to be standing, um, like, in the spot. Like, the screen is the same side as, as the platform that you're standing on. Mm-hmm. And, like, as these, like, the bars fall like it would for Guitar Hero when you hold a long note. You have to be standing on that spot. And, like, you're bouncing back and forth a lot. And it was pretty cool. I didn't get a video of that just because I thought it was awkward. Uh, mm-hmm. Just be taking a random video of some dude, you know, busting his tits. Um, ass crack out. Yeah. Ass crack out. You did get one of those. That was cool. I was I got a good really one. happy Tasty. that we got you one of those. Very tasteful. It was. Um, it wasn't gross. It was a little gross. Um, but it wasn't, like, overly gross. Um, right. But, uh... It was art. It was art. Yeah. Gotta be real. Um, but yeah, there was, a, you know, like I mentioned, there was a Samurai Showdown there, and they had a really small competition going. Uh, Red Bull was there as well. Um, you know, basically, I think you could get some free Red Bull just from popping in their booth and playing a few games. Like, <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. I was like, too bad I don't like Red Bull, huh? Um, All the fucking Kyles were pissed that there was no monster. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they had some they had some pretty good artists there. Uh, you had to kind of like sort through the ones that were just like uh, like overly grotesque uh, anime titties um, mm-hmm. because there was like a pretty big handful Perfect. of those ones there. Um, pretty big handful, I'd say. It was a two big handfuls. Damn, um, that's a lot. But, a lot going on. But yeah, it was uh, you know all in all, it was a um, it was a pretty good show. You know, we got mm-hmm. some. Like, we got some merch. They had some pretty cool cosplayers there as well from fighting games. And we saw some pretty exciting moments from um, Smash, which was, like, probably the best part. Mm -hmm. They had, um, there was... Damn, this dog is freaking out over here. Yeah, your dog's freaking out. Did you get a new puppy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's angry. Yeah. She's like, (laughs) I'm new. Um... But yeah, th- there were um, th- there were two two fighters that were pretty high profile in the like uh, in the second day. You know, they were like favored to probably win, and um, they were uh, like one would roll back and try to bait the other one closer to fall off the ledge, and then the other one would um, like literally just jump over them off the ledge and try to cut them off the ledge. Uh-huh. And so it ended up being like an air battle off of the ledge. Most of the gameplay that we watched of that fight took place not even on the platform. It took place of like one hitting the other and then uh, while they were off the ledge and then trying to like work their way back to the ledge before the other one. So that was pretty interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, definitely not something that I would be... Uh, like that I'm super into but you know I got there got got to kind of experience uh, got to experience their you know what their like I guess world is all about you know as something that I just wouldn't go to normally mm-hmm. um, but yeah you know moving forward some other places and things that we would like to like maybe check out um, 
I'm going to say probably Guardians Con is out of the question and RTX, of course, but, uh, yeah. you know, we can, of course, check out um, anything else local. Uh, of course, PAX, and we'll probably sign up for E3. Um, and just see what happens. And uh, we'll keep you guys posted on that as, uh, you know, things happen. So if you guys uh, that listen or watch are interested in coming out, definitely something yeah. that you can uh you know come out and hang out with us um yeah cool sure. um all right that pretty much wraps up uh everything i had to say uh if you guys have any questions or anything like that you can feel free to hit us up uh over on facebook uh that's facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc you can also keep up with all the news and junk over there on the daily as well on twitter at mammoth games inc uh, go hit that uh, go hit that follow button and uh, you know make sure you know when we go live and are doing wacky shit like going to see you. Hell yeah! Cool man. Did you have anything else uh, for this show? Yeah, we are. We're looking to see what more um, you know, kind of live events we can go to in the future. Um, still kind of trying to figure out what is sort of feasible because obviously we really don't have a travel budget. Right. Right. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so um, definitely, like, if anybody is, uh, you know, going to be somewhere in particular and thinks that we'd be, you know, smart to show up there and kind of cover some of the stuff that's going on, let us know. Uh, luckily, we usually have, you can count on Drake to go to a couple events a year to talk about, so. Yeah, yeah, and something that I've been thinking about picking up is, um, uh, you know, like a, like a camera and a microphone for mm-hmm. something more official so we can get some more official uh photos content and uh, possibly even interviews i mean there was a ton yeah. of chances i had to interview some of the um the people there um mm-hmm. but it was like i don't think i was more i wasn't equipped for it and i knew i wasn't going to be equipped for it going mm-hmm. there um so it was it wasn't really too uh it really wasn't too big of a deal this was kind of dipping your toe in the water i feel like right Right. So, just kind of seeing, hey, what's what's up? What are these like? Um, what would I be capable of doing in the future if I was preparing for it? That kind of thing. Right, right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, next, you know, what, what I really want to focus on is actually us playing something or someone playing something that we can, uh, you know, shed some in, uh, like, shed some um, light on or get some insight about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I just don't think CEO was the time for that. We know what Super Smash is. You know, we know what King of Fighters and Dragon Ball. We know what yeah, all of this yeah, is. Yeah. It's not something that you're going to be surprised from. But the surprising thing comes from how well some of these fucking people can play this game. Oh um, yeah. That's incredible. There were so many crazy big moments uh, during Dragon Ball as well. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, if you can catch some highlights from uh, the last day, I would say probably... Uh, the June 30th um, day uh, finals of CEO. Um, you will see some crazy shit. So go check that out. Hmm. But cool. cool. Um, thanks for hanging out, guys. Uh, and until next time, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one. <laughs>